Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. On today's episode, we're going to be chatting about taxation of self-directed IRA LLCs. How much do you need to start a self-directed IRA? How much money do you actually need to start it? And if you have an IRA, can you inherited IRA, I should say, can you convert it? So really good questions. And I want to thank uh, everyone who have submitted questions uh, over the last couple of months, got a slew of really good questions and look forward to sharing them with, with all of you. So without further ado, let's get started. The first question is from YouTube and this individual wants to know, does the self-directed IRLC get taxed twice? So here's a quick answer. It doesn't even get taxed once. So LLCs are treated as flow-through partnerships for taxation. Think of an LLC as a funnel. There's no entity-level tax like a corporation. Corporation, think of it as a big box. And there's a 21% corporate entity-level tax. And then there's a shareholder-level tax on any dividends issued to the shareholder. And that's called a double taxation or two levels of tax. A partnership or LLC technically only has one layer. There's no entity level tax, right? So if an LLC makes $100, it all passes through or flows through to the owner. And if the owner is an individual like Adam, then I would pay tax on the $100 based off my tax rate, okay? That's called the one layers of tax. But in the case of an IRA LLC, IRAs don't pay tax, right? They're exempt for tax per section 501 and 408 of the tax code. So directly at the moment, an IRA LLC earns $100 of real estate rental income, let's say. That $100 goes to the LC. It's allocated to the IRA from a tax standpoint, but the LC doesn't have an anti-level tax and the IRA doesn't pay tax. So there's no two levels of tax. So it doesn't get taxed twice, it gets taxed zero. The only time a tax would get imposed is not necessarily on the LLC income, but at age 72, when you have to take required minimum distributions, that's when that deferral would get taxed, but it's not a direct tax. So to answer your question simply and directly, no, an IRA LLC doesn't get taxed once or twice. It generally doesn't get taxed at all. The only tax that would be imposed is if you trigger a tax known as the unrelated business taxable income tax or UBIT or UBTI, which is triggered if an IRA uses a non-recourse loan to buy stock, buy real estate, or if the LLC invests in an active trader business, like a restaurant, through a pass-through entity like an LLC or partnership. But if it, an IRA owns a company like Google or Tesla, there are C-Corps. Almost all publicly traded companies are C-Corps. As I mentioned, C-Corp, think of it as a big box, and it blocks the attribution of any pass-through income. So there is a corporate-level tax but there is no UBIT because there's no need to have UBIT on a corp because the corporation already pays corporate tax. So it's a great question. I wish uh, I got a name. It's a great question. Um, second question is from Twitter. We got a lot of social media here. Um, 
This person wants to know, how much do I need to start a self-directed IRA account? Great question. I actually drafted a blog and uh, done a video on this as well, uh, but I wanted to do this as part of an ad mail question because it's important. Nowadays, you don't need a lot. Okay, when I started in the business 12, 13 years ago, there wasn't any digital assets, right? There was no cryptos. No one was doing crowdfunding, fractional real estate. People were buying homes directly, doing hard money loans, buying precious metals. You generally needed you know, 50, 60, 70 plus thousand to set up an account where you can actually do something. Now, that's number one. Number two, from a fee standpoint, it was a lot more expensive to set up an account. When I started, you needed some companies were charging two, three thousand dollars for a self-directed IRA. Okay, plus like a, that was an annual fee, and then there was an establishment fee. It was out of control craziness. Now, like IRA Financial, for example, we have a flat annual custodian fee of three hundred sixty bucks. No transaction fees, no asset valuation fees, no wire fees, no check fees, nothing. Flat, flat, flat. So you don't need a lot. I have I have plenty of people opening IRAs with five thousand bucks, six thousand, ten thousand. Still makes sense because our fees are so low. So if you had fifty thousand dollars, you're paying us three hundred sixty dollars a year. Um, you know, it's a minuscule fee for all the work we're doing. Plus, if you had a hundred thousand and you're paying us the three sixty, you know, it's it's tiny, right? Thirty six basis points, nothing. So um, it's really point three six percent basis point. So really, really small. Um, so you don't need a lot to open an account. You can start an account with basically if you have more than 360 bucks, it, you can start it. Um, you can pay the fees with credit cards or uh, through the IRA. So even if you only have 5,000 bucks, you can pay the 360 each year with a credit card. So you don't have to worry about money coming out of your IRA, but you have choices. So that's the good news. Now with technology, we have an app, we can onboard, we're more efficient and uh, more competition. The self-directed IRA industry is so much stronger. Uh, than it was 12, 13 years ago, a lot better. Um, the companies are better, we're more efficient and um, we're certainly more uh, technology friendly. So you can get started quick, easy uh, with an app and uh, you don't have to pay a lot in fees. So you can start with a lot less money. Plus if you add um, the new investment options, digital type investment options, whether digital assets or crowdfunding or fractional uh, real estate or more private placement opportunities, a lot more opportunities. Thirdly, last question on today's podcast from Oliver Y, Eugene, Oregon. I have an inherited IRA. Can I convert it to Roth? So this is a quick answer. The answer, Oliver, unfortunately, is no. Once you have an inherited IRA, you cannot do Roth conversions. You can't even roll it to a 401k. You must stay in the IRA family. So once it's inherited, you got to stay in it. You can't convert it to Roth. You can't even roll it to a solo 401k. Even if it's a traditional inherited IRA, you have to keep it in the traditional IRA family. You'll have to take required distributions depending on, on your age and the timing. But unfortunately, the inherited IRA must stay in the traditional IRA world. And that's it. Told you it was going to be fun and quick. Um, it's another ad mail in the bag. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Try to you know, get to the answers as quick as possible. I know you guys have a lot to do during the day and I respect your time. So um, it's important that I get you directed answers. So keep the questions flowing. Got some great ones. And um, this is probably one of my favorite podcasts that I do um, because I learn from your questions. So I appreciate all the um, support and um, I appreciate the feedback. 
but keep sending the clients the questions in because that's how I learn. You don't even have to be a client of Irish Financial. It's fine. I want to help. And uh, I learned from the questions. So thank you. Have a great rest of your day and uh, take care. Thank you.